It is the Dave Emo Show, in spite of what we've done to it this morning. Michael Burns sitting in here for Dave Nemo today, probably the last time for a while that I'll be requested to do that. But we are having a great time. I love hanging out with you, and uh, I really enjoy sharing some time with people that uh, are of the caliber of the gentleman we're about to talk to, Mr. Tim Ashoff, who is the President and Chief Operating Officer of Creek Carrier and Schaefer Trucking, is with us. And uh, more importantly than all those accolades, uh, Mr. Tim Ashoff is a friend of the show, and we are so glad to have you out here. Um, I, I just love the way that you react and respond and interact with the drivers. And I want to thank you so much. Well, it's great to be on, and this is always a great avenue for me to, you know, hear from the drivers, hear from you, hear what you're hearing from the driving force out there. You know, we make things better if we work together, so staying connected is very important to me. It, it is, and, and we were just talking about that this morning that I actually got myself um, out on the road, you know, uh, living in this little village of Ocean Springs. Um, if the trip is more than four, five miles, we pack a lunch, you know, it's, because everything's right here. <laughs> and and uh, last couple of days, I, I ran, you know, 600, 700 miles on the interstates, and uh, it was really interesting uh, to get back out there and and feel some of the angst and some of the frustrations that that people do, and and very honestly, I it, it was an eye-opening experience for me. I know you get a lot of feedback from your drivers and so forth, especially since you've been coming on, and and uh, we have been waiting and waiting and waiting for summer. Uh, at, at a point or two, I wasn't sure it would get here. And then, of course, living in Mississippi, we get it first. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. It's 98 degrees. Uh, but uh, it is coming, and it is here. And we've got a lot of things going on. And, of course, one of the first things that we deal with is uh, the CVSA road check, which they are concentrating this year on suspensions and steering. And uh, what are you doing at at Greet and Schaefer to uh, to get your drivers ready for it and let them know that uh, the company's behind them? Well, first off, you know we we really are preparing for this year round. Uh, our drivers, we always say, don't need to be concerned because we keep a good preventative maintenance cycle on our trucks. But we do educate them as to the dates of the of the road check coming up and the points of emphasis and making sure that we are getting our equipment, tractors, and trailers in for those preventive maintenance events and that our, our drivers are doing good pre-trip inspections. You know, this year's focus is obviously, as you mentioned, steering and suspension. With our um, late model equipment, uh, typically those are signs that show wear a little bit uh, with a few more miles than what we typically put on uh, our tractors and trailers. But there's, they're not just looking for that. They're still going to be looking at, you know, tires, lights, brakes, those types of things. So right. we try to make sure that we have to keep um, you know our drivers aware of everything on their equipments, particularly going into this week, um, because while the, that's the focus, inspectors are certainly going to be looking for everything, uh, as they should be, as we want our, our drivers to be safe out there on the road. Right, and one of the problems is too, uh, uh, you know, as a having been a driver myself, is very often uh, it it just happens that uh, we have a brand new tractor trailer. Uh, rig that we drive around all over the place and then someday we go in and we drop uh, a trailer and pick up something that somebody else's equipment that may not be maintained as well 
there are some issues like that from time to time, and and <laughs> I've had trailers that I say I'm not hauling this. I'm not. I'm not this is bad. Right. But uh, you know, uh, occasionally drivers get into those kind of situations. But uh, uh, I know you try to stay on top of all that, and it's really uh, interesting because it, it this combines with one of the most interesting freight demand seasons I've seen in a long time. Oh, it is. You know, last year was just uh, so crazy at this time. The, the demand was so very high as we came off, you know, some some unusual things that happened before that with hurricanes the fall before and, and just, you know, the economy really picking up and other things. So last year was just, you know, going full speed. This year we kind of thought, okay, we're going into a much more normal year for freight, which, we, you know, would typically mean you're going to have your seasonal cycles. Things slow down a little bit in January and February. Then they pick up into Easter and into Memorial Day. Then you have a a week maybe lull after Memorial Day and then June gets really busy again and you, you know that's the cycle we thought we were going in and, mm-hmm. and then we just had uh, a lot of uh, as I've been listening to some of the stock market folks and economy economists say we've just had a lot of volatility and uh, whether that's been from the weather uh, in certain places uh, of the country as you mentioned uh, is summer ever going to be here I don't know that it's hit Nebraska yet uh, we certainly have <laughs> hit the monsoon season I right. think with all the rain we've had um, so we've had weather impacts and then certainly the the tariff uh, trade war um, impacts have been creating some real big differences. You know, as I mentioned, in a typical seasonal inflation or uh, freight cycle, January and February may have been a little bit slow. Well, this year that was a little bit stronger as as companies were pulling forward imports from. Asia, China in particular, because there was, you know, a March uh, tariff deadline. So we saw, you know, busier January and February. And then mm-hmm. March slowed off a little, which normally that's when it picks up. And, you know, now we've got today this thing uh, going on with Mexico. And it's like, okay, well, what is that going to do? So it, it's kind of a really uh, up and down uh, freight cycle out there, kind of hard to predict. But I do think the good thing we are seeing is. You know, some of that freight that was pulled forward for the China uh, tariff, some of that inventory is working through. And we, in, in the last couple of weeks at least, have seen state get, freight get more uh, consistent and I'll call it normal. Um, and so hopefully that's a path we can continue through this summer. You know, uh, it, it's interesting from from a driver's standpoint, and, and we've seen this, the, the owner-operators, the people that – uh, are in companies that that have the ability to stay on their toes, as we as we say. Uh, it really doesn't matter how big a company is. If you have people in there that stay on your toes and react to the conditions, they're always going to do well. Um, they're always going to have freight. But it it it's got to be interesting from your point of view because there's no way that you can go through your day and not feel personally responsible for every one of those drivers out there and make sure that they've got freight and they've got stuff to haul and that the company moves. That, that's absolutely right. I uh, I do look uh, every morning and then often through the days and then certainly before I go home saying, hey, where are we at for a load for every truck, a load for every driver out there? Because that is you know, one of my primary responsibilities in ensuring we're taking care of all, all the drivers that we have out there. And, you know, one of the things I'm fortunate of that, you know, I, I've been here for, for 17 years, but it's long been our, our philosophy here at, at Crete and Schaefer that uh, we haul mostly uh, foodstuffs and consumer packaged goods. So mm-hmm. the, the up and down cycle on those aren't as much uh, as on some other industries. 
And the other thing is we have a lot of long-term contracted customers. So, you know, last year when spot market rates were, were way high, um, our rates maybe weren't as high as we were getting for our custom, from our customers as we could have done on a spot market. Mm-hmm. But now this year when, when those have dropped and there's less of uh uh, of demand out there, we are still getting that steady, consistent freight from our customers. Now, that doesn't mean it's uh, you know just like it was last year. As I mentioned, um, last year was so crazy. Wherever you needed a load, uh, whenever you needed a load, there was one out there for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, this year is more normal, so we have to work for it like we do in a normal year. And that's that's what we're working on internally here, is saying, hey, we have to get back to working in normal years, making sure we're planning ahead, getting the right freight in the right places for where our drivers are landing. Uh, to keep them moving and using all their time wisely. You know, uh, I, I hesitate to say this, but I, I'm going to anyway, uh, as I usually do. In fact, that's the only thing I'm famous for. Uh, <laughs> when, when, when people, okay, let's go back to the comment that you made uh, about uh, you know volatility, and let's talk about that for a little bit, and and the the point of view, the unique point of view you have of, of being responsible for all these people uh, that, that work with you. It, it, it's an amazing uh, thing that happens, but when, when this market gets this volatile, very often uh, the rumor goes out and people start resenting this and they start resenting that because the companies are, are moving to, to do what they can do. And yet, it's not just cost cutting. It's not just prices. It's not. There are other ways that you move within this market to stay competitive. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the first thing we have to do is to keep our drivers moving. And, and you know, some people don't necessarily think of that as as a way of, of managing costs. Mm-hmm. But the more miles we can give to our drivers in a day, that's the more, you know, total revenue we have to cover costs. So the best way for us to manage costs is, is to keep our drivers moving. And sometimes that is something that I, I, I really do. And, and, you know, I know we have a lot of really good educated listeners out there. And, and that they understand that, but you know there are days where it's more challenging than others, mm-hmm. and there are some days where, as I mentioned last year, we had our, our pick of loads. So you were always going to pick that you know 1,200 mile drop and hook load that met your driver's hours perfectly, and it was the most productive load they can have. Um, there are always that my many favorites. options. <laughs> always my favorite. Of favorites. course, of course, yeah. everyone wants that every day. Um, but when there aren't as many of those loads out there, we have to pick the next best thing um, to ensure we keep our, our drivers moving. And um, you know, sometimes then the driver that was used to all those 1,200 mile loads now has to take that 700 mile load. And he's going, where's my 1,200-mile load? And, and, you know, just that level of, of trust between um, a company and a driver that we are out there, you know, looking out for, for their best interests. And it doesn't do us any good for them to get any less miles. In fact, it's, you know, obviously very negative for us as well. So we're, we're doing everything we can to get, you know, every driver, every mile out there. And, and as I mentioned, one of the things that we've been fortunate about is having a long-term customer base that we've been through these peaks and valleys and this volatility before mm-hmm. and try to smooth that out more than some if we were you know playing the spot market so to speak where uh, not only is uh, is it is the freight going to be available but at what rate and certainly if we want to make sure our drivers you know maintain a um, a good uh, rate per mile of income and other things we pay them for their good benefits so so 
viewing that market as as we have over for the years as as trying to keep in a contracted world versus a spot market world i think is beneficial during these volatile times yeah yeah and 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 as you know uh you know rates in our world equates to prices in in the other world in the retail world and so forth Mm -hmm. and as you know tim and and you know as everybody in this industry knows and i've preached at it and preached at it until i'm blue in the face you know if all you have if all you have to offer your customer is price you don't have anything that's right and uh, you know we we are so proud that you know we have a lot of great drivers out there that we can offer high quality service um, and consistent service and you know one of the benefits we are receiving right now is is last year um, when some carriers were going away from good long-term customers because they could go get rate maybe in the spot market mm-hmm. and we hung with them you know those customers remember us now and say oh yep I remember you were with us uh, when it was hard for us to find a truck we're gonna stay with you when it's harder for you to find all the loads you need and, and we're gonna give you those loads so it's those kind of relationships you want with a customer and that they want with a carrier that we think in the long term is the best for the driver as well sure and and uh, what's really appreciated is when you when we give you a load it gets there <laughs> that's, absolutely that's my favorite and one. we give you a good trailer yeah we give you a good trailer for it it's not going to get damaged when you're there you know those that our drivers are courteous they're professional they they can back up to the dock on the first try those types of things uh that those are things that customers do find important yes yes and valuable tim let's take a quick break right here uh, i hope you got a cup of coffee handy and uh take a sip and we'll be back on the other side we're back. Michael Burns in for Dave, and uh, with me is Mr. Tim Ashoff, Chief Operating Officer of Creek Carrier and Schaefer Trucking. And uh, Tim, again, thanks for being here. I want to mention to you, too, without throwing in one more time my experiences yesterday on I-65 South in Alabama, <laughs> um, <clears throat> this, is a, this is the season. This is the season for road work. This is the season where uh, a driver can lose four, five, six hours um, for for no reason that anybody knew. Um, as I told somebody yesterday, uh, I'm in the industry. I keep track of things. I don't remember anybody telling me about this road closure. <laughs> what systems do you have in place um, to help the drivers get through this construction season? Well, this season is very challenging, as you know, because um, what you're talking about obviously can oftentimes change um, at at any moment, uh, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, during uh, one given day, one given week, one given hour, where where the uh, states are adjusting what parts of the roadways they're working on, how many lanes are closed, when the lanes are closed, those types of things. So certainly uh, this year we've had more experience uh, already with construction season because I think we had flooding season before that with so many... uh, road closures and lane restrictions. So when we have complete closures, we do have systems that help us identify that. We change our routing up front to our drivers and then work with our customers on ensuring that we're having a proper appointment times because uh, even if you're rerouted, obviously maybe faster than going through the restricted lanes or otherwise, but it's longer than the normal schedule. So we have to make sure then we have good pickup and delivery times for, for our drivers. So there's a lot that goes on here as well um, during this season, but unfortunately, it's hard to keep up. So what we talk to our drivers about is, is as normal, and, and as you've known for years, is you still have the driver have to do some good trip 
planning. Mm-hmm. Um, there are actually more resources out there for drivers now than before. With the, you know most of the states have their 511 sites on road conditions, uh, road restrictions, and and where are the delays and how long are they happening. So we do give our drivers some leeway on what routes they can take. Um, mm-hmm. So to to look at every route a driver may take and give them that, um, we do allow them to do that um, somewhat on their own and and look for where those road restrictions may be uh, and look at what is the the best routing for them. Um, certainly, as I mentioned, if it's complete closures or, or, or restrictions that we know that are going to be super long delays, yeah, we, we do look to find those and, and communicate those out beforehand. But to me, it's it's good trip planning on the driver's part and then communication. Um, if you are in an area where you've gotten slowed down unexpectedly and that's going to impact service on the load or your available hours, those types of things, um, we just ask you to communicate and we communicate with our customer and, and make the adjustments as necessary. Um, one of the things I've noticed, and you may have done it as a driver too, often this time of year we have drivers kind of shift their day a little bit. You know, it, mm-hmm. it gets light earlier at most places, so we have a lot of them uh, starting their day more at uh, 4:35 in the morning to to try to get ahead of the the vacation travelers that are out there. You know, probably getting out on the road mid morning or otherwise, and uh, have them then kind of getting off the road by mid afternoon. Um, and so we we do notice that in the summertime, our drivers kind of shift their driving time. Yeah, and and it's really interesting because uh, some of some of the vacationer drivers, if we will call them that, that are out there, and God love them. I you know I, I'm 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 so proud of them for being out doing something, but but there's there's nothing crazier than than pulling in a truck stop, and you see a 43 foot diesel pusher motorhome get out, and the first thing that happens, the door opens, and the first thing out is a walker. You know, and and some some of these folks have driven this vehicle like twice this year. You know, right? And uh, we're we're always having to be on the lookout for them. Um, those those vehicles. We talk often about the limitations on physics and and our eighteen wheelers, but uh, the physics that are involved with some of those vehicles. Um, they will never handle as well as an 18-wheeler does, you know. But the the issue is, so you've got all these drivers out there on the road. Some of them are very unsure of what they're doing, and uh, the trucking industry has to make adjustments. Absolutely. You know, our, our, our drivers are out there, your listeners are out there driving, you know, 100,000-plus miles a year. Uh, and their 18-wheelers and understanding the physics and the wind going, you know, when you come out of that overpass or when you're going around that curve, getting off on that on-ramp, and you have some of these folks, to your point, that maybe get uh, that big vehicle out twice a year. So, you know, we do preach, you know, just good defensive driving and obviously being aware of your surroundings. And certainly it's not just spacing and and those types of things, speed, following distance. It's also what vehicle is up there in front of me or or coming up beside me, and and how do I have to anticipate what this vehicle um, may do. So that's a big part of it in the summer, and uh, certainly do appreciate our our drivers and everyone out there for really being, you know, the trucking industry is, is, as, as much as I hate that we see sometimes we get viewed as the, the problem on the road. You know, mm-hmm. we really are the, the ones out there helping the roads move safely because I see it so often when I'm traveling. I see a trucker 
slow down and, and let that let that vehicle come into the lane they should be or you know those types of things where they're making it safer for everyone around them but the people in the four-wheelers don't even realize it and certainly mm-hmm. like you and me that, that know the industry we recognize that and it, it is so great to see uh, I would just wish everyone in the four-wheelers would realize what we're doing out there and, and I do thank all the, the great drivers out there for making travel much safer being the professionals you are. I mentioned this morning uh, I I was stuck in a, a unannounced crazy traffic jam where they routed all of I-65 through this little two-lane town known as Canton, Alabama, <laughs> and and uh, it didn't work. It, it didn't work at all. And uh, I saw driver after driver after driver being caretakers, and it it made me so proud to be associated in some way with those folks. Just yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm sure that little town wasn't expecting it uh, either. And, no. Uh, you know, we're interrupting, <laughs> interrupting their normal uh, traffic flow and land life. So um, I'm sure the respect being shown, not only the other drivers, but as they were traveling through that town, was much appreciated. Yeah. Well, and and of course the last thing that we have to think about, uh, but certainly a primary thing, is the the change in the weather, the heat. Um, the demands that are put on the vehicles because of the weather that we get to enjoy in summer. I'm glad it's here personally, but uh, not everybody is. But uh, it's it's tough on tires. It's tough on suspension parts. It's tough on a lot of things. It's certainly tough on lubricants. And uh, uh, you know, what do we what do we do at, at Crete and Schaefer to avoid breakdowns? Well, I think you've hit on many of the great things. But, you know, the good thing is, um, as you've been in the industry for a while, the manufacturers and the and the lubricant makers and everything, they've gotten so much better that, that the heat, mm-hmm. yes, it has an impact, but not as much as it used to. But it still is very important, you know, tires, proper inflation. Uh, you know, t- proper inflation is important any time of year, but particularly in the summer, as you know, an underinflated tire runs hotter, and then you're on that, you know, that blacktop that's 130 degrees out there. That's just going to cause tire failure much uh, quicker. You know, we've gone to auto inflate systems on our trailers to help avoid that, but tire inflation is so important. You mentioned fluids, um, not only fluid quality, but fluid levels. It's, uh, you know, absolutely necessary that we have proper fluid levels so they, they, they can be operating at peak efficiency when the truck's running a little bit hotter. And then, you know, we can't forget about driver comfort. Comfort. Um, you know, it's important that you're comfortable while you're driving, but, but particularly then while you're sleeping. So we actually have our drivers, you know, starting in February and March already before it gets hot doing AC checks and making sure, you know, you might feel like, well, it's cooling okay in here in, in February and March, but really getting it in the shop and making sure it's at peak performance. So when you're in that 102-degree Mississippi weather that you're in, uh, it's keeping you cool and safe while you're trying to sleep. Tim, we got to go. We're going to hang on. Uh, come back on the other side. We are back. Michael Burns sitting in for Dave Nemo, as I've mentioned about 25 times since I got here. And that's what I'm doing. But uh, I wanted to hang on to Tim Ashoff for just a minute because our conversation was not quite finished. And so I've asked him to stay with us through the break and come back on the other side. Uh, Tim, thank you very much for being here again. Happy to stay here. All right. The reason I I called was to ask you um, a, a question and, and, and kind of put a premise out there. When I was a driver, um, I knew how much it cost per mile to pick up a 42,000 pound load in Nashville. 
and take it down I-40 to uh, maybe Seaside, California. I knew exactly how much it cost me, mile per mile, or how much it was costing the company, I guess, uh, to to pick up a 20,000-pound load and run it up to Denver, Colorado. I, I was a numbers guy. I kept track of my numbers. I considered uh, the possibility of becoming an owner-operator someday, and I looked at that, and what I learned was I'm a company driver, <laughs> and I preferred to stay that way. Uh, the risks that were involved financially and so forth, I, I didn't want to take. And, and I'll tell you, I have so many friends uh, who are drivers for Crete. Uh, you have some people that have interacted with Radio Nemo during the years. They're exactly the type of people we love, and, and I, I, I'm so proud of them uh, and the job that they do. And if I was to go back driving, which I have contemplated, by the way, <laughs> there are days here yeah. uh, that I've thought about it. And uh, if I was to do that again, uh, Crete is exactly the kind of company that I would want to run for. So if there's anybody out there that feels the same way I do, uh, can you tell me the best way for them to get in touch with you and start a career with Crete or Schaefer? Sure. And, uh, you know, obviously I'll get you our phone numbers, but I always think the first thing to do, and you mentioned, is we have a lot of great drivers out there. The first thing I tell anyone is go talk to one of our drivers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I try to convey what it's like out there from my perspective, but I'm, I'm not a driver. So talk to three, four, five of our Crete Schaefer drivers. You know, they'll tell you, you know, we admit we're not perfect, but we try hard and we, we try to make our driver's life as best as possible. And so that's always my first thing. But then give us a call at 800 998 2221 or go out to com. We have a lot more information about us out there and ways to connect with our recruiting department. All right. Well, thank you so much because uh, uh, it's a great place to start a career. And as you said, uh, I, I have never had an interaction with uh, a driver with your companies that hasn't left me with a permanent impression. And it's always been favorable. I, I, I got to tell you, there's some people who are uh, such friends of the show and and me personally and uh, if the 14 or 15 of them that I know are representative of the company it's a great place to be well, we, we certainly hope so. We we kind of call ourselves the Crete family. And if, you, if you're a member of family, you like to re represent your family well. And we are so proud of all the, the drivers out there that do that each and every day. Mr. Tim Ashoff, Chief Operating Officer of Crete Carrier and Schaefer Trucking. You're also the president of that as well, <laughs> which, which kind of doubles up your issues, yeah. And uh, we are so glad that you took the time out of your extremely busy day to come visit with us and talk with us. Thank you, Tim. It was a pleasure being on. Thank you.